0: Hey, it's been a while. It's been a while. Um, it's Memes, former makeup artist, Swatch of Horrors is the show where we talk beauty horror stories told by beauty professionals. I think I've told you all before, this is definitely going to be one of those podcasts where when it comes on, it just comes on. There's there's no more weekly, there's no more bi-weekly, there's no more even monthly. I mean, if you're lucky, maybe. Maybe I'll get into a cadence. But you know what? It's it's just going to be one of those nice surprises. So if you've been sticking around for this song, Swatch of Horrors turned three. Three years old. But if you want to keep up with me and what's going on, follow me over on TikTok. Uh, I don't know if... I know I've talked about this before. I don't know who here follows me on Instagram or TikTok. So if you could just let me know in the comments on either platform, let me know you came from the podcast. That would really help me out in understanding who my audience is and what you all are doing and what you all are into. I really love hearing from you. So if you have your beauty horror story to send in and you're a makeup professional or anyone who works in beauty, you can send in your story at swatchofhorrors on Instagram Or you can uh, email me, swatchofhorrors at gmail.com. And as always, if you want to support the podcast, which hopefully you do, it's, it's free, I promise you that. Just go over and follow the podcast on either Spotify or Apple Podcasts. I think you just follow on there too, or subscribe. I forget which one it is. But it's free. Do the free one and uh, give a rating that would be awesome it's so easy on spotify uh, you just give the five stars apple Podcasts, you can give a little review Swatch tell me what you like horrors i'm looking for new Today, I'm going to tell you a beauty horror story that I had remembered not too long ago. I had done some, um, if you go onto my TikTok, I don't really... uh, update instagram as much anymore but if you go over to tiktok you will see some things that come to mind i just kind of go with it and here sometimes i'll just give you an extension and more details of what was going on and um yeah today i have one that relates to bad skin and mind you this was like probably 10 years ago at this point But uh, I still do remember the interaction and I'm going to help you through it too if you ever come across something like this with your client. So what's been new here? Uh, I did go to England. I was supposed to go to Paris too, but that didn't work out, but that's fine. We didn't have time. Um, England was amazing. I went to London and I walked so much and I don't know if you're interested in hearing about this, but... I can dedicate a whole episode on cosmetics and, um, you know, cosmetics and fragrances in terms of, like, what I saw there. Um, there's a department store, some of you may or may not know, called Harrods, and it's, it's so huge. It is, like, a huge, um, south coast plaza, I guess you could say, from, uh, California. It's, like, a, big, huge mall. It's, I wouldn't even call it a mall. It's a store. It's like a giant department store. That's huge. And there's so many things to explore there. Like, I mean, I can't even, I can't even, um, breach the surface of like what, what, what it even entails. It had a pharmacy It had um, like a Hennessy bar or something like that. I think like a cigar bar or something like that as well. There was like house goods, a bookstore. There was luxury items, handbags, and there was also fragrances. Like I was so overwhelmed. I know we talk beauty horror stories here. But if you're interested in finding out about uh, what you can buy over there in London, and all the cool fragrances and makeup that I saw, uh, let me know. Uh, I know some people like hate when people talk about traveling. I love it. I love hearing about people's trips. Some people are just haters, you know? They're just haters. And they don't like when people have fun and enjoy life. But... Also, too, like, I totally get it because some people are assholes about traveling. They're, like, they're really showy about it. And then they talk about it, like, I don't know. Sometimes it just really rubs me the wrong way, too. But personally, I love when my friends travel and I love hearing about it. So, uh, yeah, let me know if you're interested. I can give you a rundown about the fragrances and shopping there which I didn't shop that much or maybe I did wait I went in June yeah I did buy makeup and fragrance so that was a lie I, I did buy some stuff but um that was kind of my goal and my focus was to focus on those things and also if you're into niche fragrances I can give you a rundown about those stores as well and those type of fragrances that I found Before we get into the horror story, there's a new segment that I sometimes keep forgetting to talk about. It is, what is on your algorithm? So, let me know what's on your algorithm or your for you page right now if you're on TikTok. For me, it was getting interesting where, um, for some reason TikTok thought I was a dancer, which I used to be a dancer when I was a kid, and then I ended up on ballerina talk, which it's kind of interesting but I don't know because I wasn't super heavily into ballet I liked it but I just didn't get to explore it that much I don't know Uh, TikTok wanted to show me that and then it started showing me like cancer stuff and illnesses and I just didn't like that I have really bad anxiety when it comes to my health as you all know and i do have some other forms of let's just say my my mind can spiral and so that was becoming really toxic for me to have that on my for you page and i swear even when you say you're not interested in it it just keeps showing you these things anyway and then i was seeing a lot of like older men in like pimp outfits that was a thing for a while and uh, that was that was really entertaining, and um, other than that, it was, it's really nothing. Like it got to the point where I had to refresh my for you page, and start all over, and I think that was pretty pretty good for my my mind, and it also got me less interested in in looking at the app as often because it was just showing me random things to try to figure out what I was interested in, so I think it was a good break. I suggest refreshing our algorithm if you want. Uh, I think it was fun to start over. Now let's get right into the horror story. This story was about ten years ago when I was working as a makeup artist, and this young woman came in for a foundation match, and of course I was newer at the time, but I think I was getting my—I was getting used to it by now and I was pretty okay at color matching and I was doing a couple swatches on her face and it was like a flat brush and with each brush stroke I kid you not her face started peeling like little particles kept coming off with each stroke and the more I put it on the more it was crumbling like your skin was literally literally crumbling and at this point, it was not looking good. And I asked her, like, hey, what's your skincare routine? And she said something to the effect of, oh, I don't really do anything to my face. I was like, what? Basically, we got into this conversation where she doesn't wash her face. And I'm like, okay. You know, okay, that's that's what I'm working with so I knew that this makeup application for foundation was not going over well at all she was actually really sweet and nice it wasn't her being a jerk at all the problem was her skin and coming from a place of you got to be open-minded about these things because not yeah some people are dirty some people are a dirty bitch but you know what Not everybody had somebody teaching them. I know this sounds stupid, but not everybody had a mom or a sister or a relative to really care to teach them how to do things. And honestly, I don't know her story. Maybe she did have somebody teach her and she's just lazy and gross and just wears her makeup to sleep all the time. That I believe. I think, I think she pretty much told me like she never washes her face and it was apparent. It was apparent. Okay. A lot of times makeup artists will try to suggest to you like, or even ask you, what is your skincare routine? One, it's usually a way to sell you more products, but to be completely honest, if we don't know how you're taking care of your skin, we don't really know what to expect with the type of foundation we need to put on you, how the foundation going to sit on your face. And so a good makeup artist will prep your skin, which I did not do because I was young and new to the industry. And to be quite honest, the skincare for the brand that I worked for, we were a makeup brand. We had some skincare, but it really wasn't the best. And even if it was 10 years ago, people were not into skincare. People did not believe you when they said you need good skincare to have good makeup. No one really cared about it. And my observation was when COVID happened, we all started staying home. And we started wearing less makeup and we started focusing on skincare. And I think even the industry started focusing on marketing skincare because they knew people weren't really going out. So if you're not going out, you're probably not wearing makeup. And I think that's true. I think since COVID, I don't really wear makeup as much anymore. And that's a whole other situation. Good or bad, I don't know. But I, I'm now like used to not seeing myself in makeup to the point where when I do put on makeup I'm like oh like who is that like she's hot who is that what happened to her and sometimes I'm like well I want to embrace my natural beauty but I'm gonna be so for real with you personally like I'm not I'm not into self-deprecating talk my lips are chapped so I didn't say that right not into self-deprecating talk So I don't mean this to be a self-deprecating statement, but I truly don't think I'm the best natural-looking girly. I just don't think so, because I have a lot of manchas, like, on my skin, like, they're like sunspots, I guess. I don't know what you call it in English, and I'm not saying that, like, I speak fluent Spanish, but I just know what they are in Spanish. They're just little, like, they're not freckles either, they're just splotchy dots on your cheekbones. I have higher cheekbones. Closer to the sun, I guess. And, uh, yeah, I have these dots on my cheekbones and I don't really care for them. It would be different if they were freckles, but they're not. Anyway, I've grown to get used to the way that I look naturally. And so, again, back to skincare. No one really was really into that skincare before and trying to sell skincare was kind of hard in my opinion especially for a makeup line people came for makeup they didn't come for skin and bridging the gap between hey girl you need good skincare to have good makeup just did not compute for most clients so I just knew that I had to start over I was like look at honey you're and maybe I didn't say this verbatim but I basically was telling her look at this like your skin is crumbling this is all dead skin, crumble, crumble, crumble. We need to uh, fix that before we can continue with a foundation match. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to get a makeup wipe and I'm going to wipe it all off. Like let's, let's just exfoliate your face here. I'm going to do that. And I was like, do you exfoliate? Okay. And I worked in, Hey, we had an exfoliator, I think showed her that. You need to do this maybe like once a week. And nowadays, I think people don't really do physical exfoliators anymore. I still kind of like a good physical exfoliator, even though I haven't done it in a while. But I feel like back ten years ago, it was all about physical exfoliators, and now we're more into like chemical exfoliators. Might be a little better on the skin. I don't know. I'm not an esthetician. If you are, weigh in and let me know. But. That's pretty much all I had to work with was a physical one. So I told her, you should do this once a week. Make sure you're washing your face like every day. And don't sleep with your makeup on. Because all of this stuff that you're seeing is skin. Dead skin that needs to come off. And I was really nice about it. I wasn't a mean girl. There was no need to be mean about it. And she was nice. So it was just a good interaction. But I just want to remind you that if somebody... If their skin or their hair, their scalp. Something isn't going right, like they have massive dandruff or like I have dandruff. And I have a scalp condition. It's not that I it's not that I don't wash my hair or it's not that I don't use the right stuff, but I literally have seboric I don't even know how to say seboric, seboric dermatitis. And that shit is just chronic sometimes it's maintained very well sometimes it's not it's literally just um if I can remember off the top of my head it's basically like my scalp gets really like it welts up like welts not really pimples but like a welt and it just gets inflamed and this is gonna sound gross I don't know if it's like a yeast overgrowth and it's not contagious this is so TMI, but it's real. Like I literally had to go to a dermatologist and I go every now and then and I get refills of my medicated shampoo, which really helps me maintain my scalp. Head and shoulders, all that stuff like kind of works, but it doesn't really work for this condition in my experience. And then sometimes I get the, the dry flaky scalp, and it has nothing to do with not being clean. It's just whatever's going on in my body's just overproducing a type of yeast that is already there this is on my head not in my vagina or anything so not that kind of yeast infection and it's not I don't even think it's a, an infection per se it's just a skin condition and it sucks like literally a flare-up for me is like the back of my head welts up like an, like nodules that kind of itch sometimes they feel like pimples but there's no head you know and it's just kind of like hives and that's just how it is for me if you google if you i can't talk if you google it i promise you my scalp does not look like that google it and like searching for images of medical conditions it's just not the way to go honestly i feel like it's never representative of what it truly looks like i feel like everything you google is going to be an extreme case So if you're Googling this and you're like, oh my God, memes has a massive scalp condition that's mega crust. Like, no, I'm not mega crust, but I'm just giving you a warning. Like if you Google that shit, it's going to be intense, but mine doesn't look like that. And my point is you got to be nice to people when they have certain conditions or just be nice, period. But, you know, obviously if they're being a jerk, like, you, know, you can give it back to them a little bit. But what I'm saying is if somebody's not presenting the way that you think they should be presenting in terms of cleanliness, skin, scalp condition, like, you don't know their struggle. Yeah, it's easy to say this bitch smells, this bitch is dirty. But, like, depression is real. You don't know what they're going through mentally and it sucks. Like, sometimes... I go days without brushing my hair and I'm going to be so for real about that. Like, I literally will have a mat in the back of my head sometimes. And I'm not saying I'm depressed. I'm just saying, like, I just have a lot going on mentally that sometimes I just can't get myself to do that. Or I forget to do it. Or I'm like, how am I going to brush this out? You know? It's it's a thing. It's a whole thing with me. I know. My... If my hair person is listening to this, she's going to be like, girl, get your life together. Anyway, so just be kind and gentle with somebody because sometimes they don't have somebody educating them. And that's where you come in as the professional. And now if they're going to be like stupid about it, if there's someone who's like, I never wash my face, like I'm not going to do that. Then you can probably, you know, give them a little reality check, but everything with a smile. I knew I worked with someone who was so good with snarky customers. She was so good with delivering sassy comments and never getting in trouble. And she told me, you say it with a smile and you can get away with it. And now don't hold me accountable. I'm not responsible for what you do with that information. I'm not responsible for what happens to you at work or if you get fired because there's a nuance and there's a way to do things. You just, you either have a way with it or you don't, or you can practice and become really good at it. But that was something someone told me. If you say it with a smile, you can get away with a lot more. Now, if they're going to be sassy and be like, I'm not going to do that to my face, blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to wash it. Be like, well, That's totally fine. I understand that that's not what you want to do, but don't expect your makeup, whether it's this brand, the hundred dollar foundation over there, the, the other designer foundation, whatever foundation you use, it's never going to look the way that you want it to look. Because if you don't take care of the skin, nothing's going to look right. And just be for real. And people will either respect it, appreciate it, will listen, or they're just not going to do it. Or they're going to buy their skincare somewhere else and that's okay. At least they will remember you taught them something, you were nice, and you're the professional, you're the authority on beauty, right? So when you're the authority figure in beauty and you assert that with customers they will trust you uh, especially depending on how you deliver the message they will start to maybe see you as a friend or just somebody who they know and can trust and that will convert into sales and you will get repeat clients so I hope you enjoyed that horror story because I mean, it wasn't it wasn't the worst horror story, but it was really awkward and weird, and it was kind of gross, because I had to scrape her skin. I literally took makeup wipes, and I was exfoliating, and I scrubbed so much dead skin off. I, I like, it's burned in my brain. I can never forget that. And it was really gross, because, like, all that skin just, like, fell, to, fell all over the place, and it was, was kind of nasty, so... Thanks for listening. This is Swatch of Horrors, where we talk beauty horror stories told by beauty professionals. And I would love to read your horror stories, so submit them to me, either on Instagram at Swatch of Horrors, or you can email me, SwatchofHorrors at gmail.com, and I will read them anonymously. Speaking of which, I say this every episode just about, and I hardly ever get submissions and I don't really get reviews, so part of me wants, like, wonders if the people who are listening are secretly haters, so let me know that you're not a hater by giving me a review and being nice and following me. Give me validation. I'm just kidding, Don't I don't need validation, but it would be nice to know that you are are not a hater and you actually like me and the podcast and what I have to say. Otherwise, I'm just going to continue thinking that maybe people are just lurking the podcast and they're just creepy. And Halloween's coming up, so right on theme.